Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey, Grateful Ones. Before we start, find yourself in a comfortable space and take three deep breaths. I know it's been tough for all of us, so let's take this time to feel whatever you're feeling as you take a deep breath in, take in love, kindness, joy, and gratitude. And as you exhale, let go of any pain, anger, regret, or discomfort you're feeling right now. Welcome to After 30 with Gata Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. I post new episodes every Thursday. Follow at After 30 with Gata Erigel on Instagram and Facebook to stay updated. Everybody, welcome to another episode of After 30 with Cara Erigel. I hope you're all safe and well, and I'm happy to be back here. And we have yet another, another exciting episode and one of my favorite guests on the podcast today, actually. So first, I want to ask you this question. Do you want to have the power to make your life exactly the way you want it to be? We all do, right? And we're all in this journey to being our best selves and working on the traumas and pains that we carry because we all have it, really, you know, just different levels and varieties, so to speak. For a lot of us, it takes years and years of hard work and therapy. And up until recently, I honestly thought I would be working on and with my traumas until my dying day. I never knew I had the power to make my life exactly the way I want it to be. Not by any outside force or anything like that, but by tapping into my own mind, making use of my own energy, and working on my mind and my body with powerful healing breaths. Of course, this is not magic, but it may as well be. <laughs> if I were to base it solely on my experience, but a huge reminder that we hold our own power. We are in charge of our own peace and our energies. Isn't that amazing? Today, we're talking about theta healing, what it is, why it works, how it works, and why maybe you should give it a try. Everybody, please welcome back on the show, life designer and well-being coach, Theta Healing instructor and founder of Third Eye Wellness and the host of Project Loving Myself podcast. Everybody, please welcome back on the show, Sanaya Gurnamal. Hi, Sanaya. Hi, Kara. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm already like so excited about our conversation because everything you said like literally hit the nose. I mean, it was just so perfect. It was so well said. Um, I couldn't have put it better the way you described what this power is that lies within us. So I'm really looking forward to taking this conversation further. Uh, thank you very much. And I just want to start by saying I really love your energy and I'm so happy to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for making time. Thank I'm you. I'm so excited. Is, <laughs> me too. Me too. 
<laughs> okay, let us start. Okay, let me start by asking you this. Okay, what is theta healing? Because not a lot of people are familiar with it. You know what's funny? I actually talked to my brother, who's a doctor, about this. Mm-hmm. Like right after my first session with you, I was like, I tried theta healing. He's like, Oh, what's that? And then you know, before I even tried to explain it, he was like, oh, because like our brains, like, does it have anything to do with that? Well, like the beta, alpha, delta, ganyan, ganyan. That was sabi niya, you know, our brains have like five ba, tama ba? Like five. I even, I forget the, the medical term. There you yeah, go. But it's brain waves. So oh, there you go. All right. So what is it? Why is it called theta healing? What is it? And if you were to explain the concept of theta healing to a five-year-old, how would you describe it? Okay, great question. So karatheta healing is a technique. It's a technique that we can use. Um, you can learn the technique and you can use it in your own life. Um, you can also go see somebody who is a theta healer who's going to help you work with really any challenge in your life. It could be something medical. I get people who have cancer. I get people who have uh, cardiovascular disease. They've got allergies. They've got thyroid problems. They have infertility They have all kinds of things like an allergic reaction or um, they've got uh, some reproductive challenges, um, ovarian issues, any kind of cancer. I mean, the list is endless. We can work with whatever physical condition is going on in the body because we understand that behind every physical challenge, every disease, every dysfunction and every disorder in our lives, there's an emotional cause. There is some kind of history behind it. There are some feelings. There are some thoughts. There might be a trauma. They might be, there might be some situations or circumstances. And all of those led to the current challenge that a client is experiencing. So on one hand, we can work with anything physical. We also work with anything emotional. So clients come to me with breakups. You know, they've broken up with somebody that they've been seeing for a while. They are heartbroken or um, they're trying to understand why did it all go so badly? You know, why did it end that way? Or perhaps um, I have a client who is looking for their soulmate and they can't seem to find the right person. They're always stuck in these loops and patterns of the wrong guy. So we could work on that. I've had people work on relationship issues, perhaps with their family, with their parents, with a sister, a brother, with a business partner. So issues like betrayal, issues that may span pretty much every human interaction that we could have. And so what we do is we work with our clients through this technique of theta healing, which is a blend of psychotherapy and healing. Okay, so you combine these two really, um, I would say they sound very different, but they actually are very complementary together. Okay. And you work with your client to understand what is going on in their life. Where is it coming from? When did it start? You know, what is the, the different contributions or contributors to this problem in their life? What caused it? Why are they going through it and what can they do about it? So in a session, we explore this with the client. And once we understand what is the root cause, okay, where this all started, then the actual healing part of the session happens. We might do some forgiveness work. We might do some maybe going through to understand why this happened and what the person needs to learn from it. What are the lessons? How can we go from being disempowered 
by that very negative situation in our life to becoming an empowered person. Okay. Now, Theta Healing itself has a lot of different elements of it, elements to it, excuse me. So you mentioned about the brainwave states that your brother talked mm-hmm. to you about. And it's mm-hmm. true. Our brain has um, a series of different brain waves that is constantly releasing or emitting at any time. So mm-hmm. you and I are talking in this conversation. Our brain is sending out beta waves because beta waves are conversational. They're mm-hmm. active. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking, when we're engaged, it's beta brain waves that predominantly, like if I were to do like, uh, if I were to put electrodes on my brain, then a scientist would say, oh, she's got predominantly beta waves as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if I were to relax, read a book, do yoga, meditation, perhaps just sit quietly, my brain waves would slow down and it would go into an alpha state. So these are slower waves, not as high peaks. They're just Mm -hmm. kind of a little bit more wider space. They are slower. I don't know if you've ever seen a brainwave. It looks kind of like, you know, mountains going Mm -hmm. up and down. And um, if I were to go even deeper into a relaxed state, so I'm talking deep meditation, hypnotherapy. I'm talking about actually a sleep wave. That would be called theta brainwaves. So theta is actually a sleep wave. You generate the most theta brain waves in your sleep. Okay. Hmm. But of course, when we're doing theta healing, we're pretty much wide awake. Yeah. We're just tuned into these theta brain waves, which are slower waves. Okay. And it takes your brain from your conscious mind into your subconscious. So as a theta healer works with you, their brain wave is in this very deep sub- subconscious space. And you as the client who's working with them, Mm -hmm. your brain does the same thing. It actually syncs with each other. Okay. So there's a sense of synchronicity. And so my clients will report that they are so relaxed when they're doing a theta healing session. Yeah. And it feels like all their worries, all their stress just kind of of melts away. And that's Mm -hmm. how you are when you're sleeping, right? Your brain's just relaxed. It's in a space of healing. Because when you sleep, your body goes into this rejuvenation mode. It -hmm. goes into a mode of kind of balancing whatever's out of balance in your body. It goes into like the sleep is healing. Mm -hmm. It helps your body recover. It helps your body get its energy back. And so what we're doing is using that theta brainwave, that sleep wave in an awake state, Mm -hmm. allowing us to be in a subconscious state, which is very powerful. Okay. And in that space, we're able to actually resolve, correct, heal, whatever is going on in your life. Now, I know that was a lot of information, Mm -hmm. but, you know, we will unpack it further in the rest of our conversation. I'm sure you'll ask me all the right questions that will make (laughs) it a little clearer to everyone listening in. Thank you so much for explaining that. I mean, yes, it is true. There are a lot of like technical terms and some jargons um, in there, of course, like anything, uh, like anything else, you know, and that's, it's kind of hard to understand in the beginning, again, like everything else that you're unfamiliar with, but I just want to share like my experience with it as well, because it's amazing. Like I, my first session with Sanaya, I told her, you know, I I've been doing therapy for years and I honestly thought, and I said it in the beginning, I honestly thought I would be doing it for the rest of my life because in my head I've imprinted that, Oh, it's a, it's a wound that became a scar and it's a scar that I'm just going to have to live with. But remember you told me that you were like, what if you can laser that scar? What if you can completely like 
you know, take it out. And I honestly did not believe you (laughs) when you said that. But, you know, I was in that space. But it's amazing how I was brought into the space that I am I am in now. Like, I honestly didn't think it worked in the beginning. Like, I was like, what am I supposed to expect after this? But then weeks later, and up until today, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You know, if I didn't do Theta Healing, if I didn't have those two sessions that I had, dalawa pa lang yun, eh? <laughs> as opposed to like six years of me taking therapy, you know, the, the traditional therapy, I'm already making decisions and holding you know, and feeling like holding my own power, doing things that I never thought I would have even done before that brought me to this space. And it's just amazing. Okay, so let's dive deeper into that. I love how you said in the beginning that, yes, you can you can heal, you can touch, you can even heal the physical struggles and emotional struggles. And I honestly also believe that like cancers and like, you know, these illnesses are really deeply rooted into emotions and our inner pains and it contributes it contributes to that so how does theta healing help to resolve your emotional and even your physical struggles like you said okay so Kara, first of all i wanted to share that there have been advancements made in every area of life technology technological advances all kinds of advancements in our understanding That's a really big one. And it's happened in medicine. It's happened in education. It's happened in the way we communicate. It's happened in every space. So why not in therapy? And so really what we've seen is therapy has evolved throughout time. Traditionally, people would go to see a psychiatrist. They would see the psychiatrist once a week for years and years and years. And it was really something that took time. But if you look at now what is available to people, techniques like theta healing, things can resolve, can heal very quickly. And, you know, you are a very good example of that. Something that took you years and years and years. In one session, we were able to essentially turn it around. I also want to share a quote from actually a psychiatrist who uh, was a student of mine. Okay. He said, as a clinical psychologist and psychiatrist, I am amazed by how theta healing produces deep and transformative healing in just a matter of a few minutes. The same degree of healing that might take place over a period of months or years of conventional psychotherapy. This is coming from Dr. Randy Deloso, who is a clinical psychologist and psychiatrist. Okay, so even Mm -hmm. in the medical community, those who have actually experienced this kind of alternative healing or other possibilities of well-being, they um, share the same regard for the the possibilities, the capabilities. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of actually medical professionals who are my clients or my students, and they use theta healing. Mm-hmm. Okay? I kid you not, they use theta healing with their clients, though their clients may not be aware. I remember mm-hmm. specifically one of my students was um, a cardiovascular surgeon. Uh And she did a surgery and there was a complication after the surgery. And she was informed of the complication via via the telephone, via text message. Okay. And of course she was rushing to the hospital, Mm -hmm. but before she got there on her way, she already kind of connected through Theta Healing. She did a scan on her patient's body while en route. Okay. Using her subconscious mind, she scanned the patient's body and she knew exactly what had gone wrong. So once she got to the hospital, she wasted no time in addressing whatever that client needed, whatever that Mm -hmm. patient needed. 
Okay. And she was able to actually trust her intuition and trust Theta Healing to get her to save her patient's life. So that was pretty remarkable. Wow. Yeah. Yes. And that's just one example of the many ways Theta Healing has helped my students and my clients. Okay. Now, um, you also asked me a couple of questions about how it works with, let's say, cancer. Mm-hmm. Now, we know medically that many diseases are stress-related. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. what is stress? Stress is a state of being out of balance, of being uncomfortable, or your mental energy is tied up in some kind of worry or anxiety or mm-hmm. discomfort, probably has some uncertainty in it probably Mm -hmm. has elements of pressure, okay, or negative Mm -hmm. emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So we know there is an emotional component to everything that is physical going on in our body. Studies and research has shown time and time again that people heal when they're more positive, when they're surrounded by family and love, when they have kind of a support system, Mm -hmm. which is why you know, most oncologists or many other medical professionals will always make sure that the patient has a good support network. And they often even prescribe the patient to go to some kind of a community and organization to get that support. Right. Alcoholics go to rehab or they go mm-hmm. to like Alcoholics Anonymous. Anonymous, the yeah. The support system is important. Same yeah. thing with drug abuse. Okay. So we know that things like our emotional support, nurturing, having the right people there, those things are very important for our healing to happen, whether mm-hmm. it's physical or emotional. And so what Theta Healing does it is it gives the client that support, that emotional foundation, that emotional, I would say, what's the right word to use here? The emotional bandwidth mm-hmm. to process whatever difficulty or challenge is going on in their life because a lot of times when we have these difficulties in our life we don't want to think about it okay mm-hmm. or we overthink about it and feel helpless we, or we blame everybody it. else around us or we blame everybody else, right and we feel really bad about it and we're cycling through these ups and downs and mm-hmm. we feel bad and we feel you know powerless and helpless like there's nothing we can do we feel stuck we can't move forward and mm-hmm. so we've got all of this going on And we're not able to actually get through it. We're not able to process it. We're not able to deal with it. And so what Theta Healing does is it empowers people with the ability to gain that clarity, get proper direction and resolution on whatever's going on in their life. And it often happens in one session. Like you Mm -hmm. said, you know, in one session, you almost felt like, wait, where are those feelings? (laughs) Where are all those, you know, emotions that I was dealing with for such a long time? Where's that anger? I missed okay. it for a while. Trust me. <laughs> well, I'm sure you were looking so for used it. to it. <laughs> right. You were looking for it. You're like, where'd it go? And it yeah. was as quick as ripping a Band-Aid off. Okay. And that's what Theta Healing is. It's, a, a, it's the ability to move forward from whatever is blocking you, limiting you, getting in your way. Okay. And mm-hmm. most of the stuff in our life, most of the challenges, you know, they're they're kind of like cages of our own making. They're prisons. I actually said that on my podcast last week. Most of the issues in our life are just prisons of our own making. We think 
we are stuck. We think we can't release. We think we're going to be here forever in the space of being angry or hurt or miserable or mourning a loss, Mm -hmm. but we can actually move on. We can actually let it go and we can understand why it happened. So we can have perspective and we can recognize that all these negative things that may have happened to me, all this trauma, all this baggage I carry, there was a reason for it. And all I have to do is understand what was this reason and how am I going to take the lessons, the learnings from this and apply it to my life so that I can be the best version of myself so that I can live my best life. Okay. Cause that's the only thing standing between where you are right now and where mm-hmm. you could be. Right. Okay? And I just want to say one more thing. I was working Carol with my team mm-hmm. on my vision for the third eye wellness, my well-being center. So mm-hmm. we just kind of want to shift, change things around. We made a, a few um, changes in the organization and we said, okay, let's kind of go back to our vision. What is our purpose? Why are we doing what we're doing? Why is my well-being center working with individuals in these one-on-one sessions or doing, you know, classes and webinars? Why do we do everything? Mm-hmm. And it comes back to, we do it because Our goal is to help people get to a place where they are their best version and they are living their best life. That's Mm -hmm. literally in my core purpose of why we do what we do. Okay. I think everybody can live their best life. I think everybody can be their best. We just got to help them release and work through whatever is getting in the way. And it's as simple as that. Exactly. And, and and that's so powerful. I love what it is that you do because it's so true. We can do it, but just not a lot of us are aware that, yeah, we can do it and we can hold our own power because sometimes we become comfortable in our own un- discomfort, you know, our own discomfort of the pain in it because it's so familiar. Maybe you grew up to it. Maybe you grew up in a turbulent, you know, household and you're so used to that energy and that environment. And And even thinking about unpacking that and letting that go is so scary that you don't even want to get there. But that's exactly it. Wouldn't you want to live your best life and be the best version of yourself? I really love that. And I love everything that you said about it, you know, about everything, everything coming from deep within us and us having the power to change it and having the power to go through it and use our mess as our message eventually. And I just want to share, you know, how it feels for me personally, this state that you were talking about while you're in the theta healing session. And after that, you know, if you guys do yoga, you know, afterwards, after do it's after for me, honestly, when you do the Shavasana, if I'm even saying it correctly, Um, when you're just taking these deep breaths and you are, and your body feels, You know, like you're so connected to the ground and everything just feels so open. Your muscles, your heart, your brain. And you're just, you're in this state of just being in the now right here and being grateful. But I'm bliss. You're in a state of bliss. Peace. Peace. Exactly. Yeah. You're in a peaceful state. And it's strange also because I can also attribute that feeling to when I'm in my flow, when I'm at work, for example, when I'm hosting, or even when I'm podcasting. I don't notice the time. I don't, my back hurts on a regular, but when I'm in my flow, I don't feel it. Yeah. I don't feel the time passing. I don't feel any pain in my body. And that's exactly how it feels for me during the session 
and slowly after as I go through my days. Yeah, can you imagine being in a state of flow like as your default setting? Imagine flow is every day. Imagine uh-huh. flow is living your life in alignment with all the possibilities that are out there for you. You know, having just a sense of inner peace as you go about your day, knowing mm-hmm. that everything happened had to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you understand why it happened and you feel stronger for it. You know, you feel yeah. like you've grown so much. You feel yeah. like, wow, if I didn't go through everything I went through, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. And for that, I am grateful. Mm-hmm. And gratitude is something that comes in much later when we mm-hmm. have a sense of kind of personal independence, confidence, self-love. Then we're able to have gratitude for all the things that got us to that point, right? Exactly. And so what the healing does is it kind of accelerates the process. It speeds <laughs> it up. You don't have to spend years and years and years of of kind of therapy or just struggling and suffering to finally get there. If you ever do, a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. The healing kind of speeds up the process. So you're already in that element. You know, you're in your best self. You're in your, you're in your element. You're living kind of that life that you would have if all this other stuff didn't get in the way. Uh-huh. Okay? So that's exactly. what theta healing is. It is that state of inner peace, of flow, feeling at one with the universe, feeling at, you know, aligned with yourself, feeling joy and happiness. These are all the things that we kind of work with our clients to get to self-fulfillment, mm-hmm. contentment, happiness, joy. And I know that, Kara, you've experienced a lot of this since then. So I'm happy that you're sharing this because that's the problem. As you said, you pointed out so aptly, most people don't know this is possible. Most people mm-hmm. don't know that there's another way to live. And that's really because of a very simple thing. So our brain, scientifically speaking, our brain mm-hmm. prefers a known than an unknown. It's kind of like wired into our brain yeah. that we prefer what we know over Safe. what we don't know. Mm-hmm. It's safer. Yeah, And even if what we know is pain and suffering and like sadness and betrayal, whatever you may be going through. Even if the known is that, it still prefers it to the unknown of freedom from all of that because it doesn't know that. Like if you've grown up all your life and in your house, there's always been screaming and yelling, like your parents Mm. were always fighting with each other, right? And I had just worked with a client like this where... His parents were always just fighting. The house was always loud, noisy. And so him and his siblings, that's how they learned to communicate. They'd always be fighting. They'd always be arguing. There's always aggression, almost to a point of violence, even among the siblings. And that's how they grew up. And I'm talking to him because he's in a relationship with someone else now. And his partner came from a different upbringing. And his partner's like, you know, that's not how life is. Mm -hmm. That's not how life is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so very lucky for him, he has now become aware through his partner that that's not normal. That's not yeah. how it has to be. Mm-hmm. And so he's come in for healing because, you know, he's like, this is all I know. This is the only way I know how to communicate. And when he communicates and he gets agitated or stressed or they're in a fight, 
he reverts back to that kid who only knows how to get aggressive or angry or to shout, yell, okay, or be kind of really just tough. Because on defense mode, lag it. Defense attack. mode, attack yeah. mode, yeah. you know, deflecting mode. That's all he knows. That's what he mm-hmm. saw. That's how he grew mm-hmm. up. He doesn't know it could be any other way. Okay. And so what we did in this session, I just had the session last week, was I took him back to childhood and mm-hmm. I showed him the perspective of how scary it must have been for him as a child when he first recognized all the shouting and yelling and how scared it felt for that little boy to see his parents do that. How much fear. And and he could connect with that. So I didn't even need to tell him that. I took him back there and we recognized that this is what that little boy felt. Mm -hmm. And it gave him the perspective of what that kind of behavior feels like for somebody else. Okay. Then we had to kind of heal from the perspective of the little boy who was fearful and scared and didn't know how to deal with all of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it influenced him. It influenced his personality in many ways. So we did a lot of healing, a lot of forgiveness. I helped him to forgive his parents. I helped him to forgive the situation Mm -hmm. because it's nobody's fault. Even though he might blame his parents or he might blame his childhood, it happened. Yeah, It happened. We can't Mm -hmm. change it. We cannot Mm -hmm. change the past. All we can do is understand it, learn from it, and allow it to make us better. Mm -hmm. And so he was able to forgive his parents. We actually reenacted a forgiveness in his mind between him and his parents. And we did a little bit of that, Kara, in our session too. Yeah, we did. Right? Mm -hmm. If you remember. And so he he really felt his body release all that burden and baggage that he's been carrying around with him. It happened in the session and he felt lighter as he released and he forgave. And finally, the most powerful part of the session is he forgave himself. He forgave himself for every single situation where he lost his temper. He lost his cool because, you know, after we lose our temper or after we just handle things in a way that didn't go really well, we feel bad. Oh, yeah. Right. We're angry at ourselves. We feel out of control and we're angry at the person who made us feel that way. So there's all these feelings that we are going Mm -hmm. through. Even if we're the victim or we're the one who's actually hurting somebody else, we have feelings about it. So I Mm -hmm. helped him to forgive himself. Okay. And then I brought him back to how he relates with his partner and he knew how he wanted to handle it. There was a sense of kind of understanding. There was a sense of peace within And there was a sense of feeling so much more in control of his emotions, of his life, because he knows where it came from. He did the forgiveness. He experienced it. And he's not putting the pressure on himself anymore. Yeah. Okay. He's a lot more compassionate with himself. And when you're compassionate with yourself, you can be compassionate with other people because you have that space to give it to somebody else. Okay. And so in summary, you know, what I wanted to share really is that Most of the time we're stuck in these situations. We don't know there's a better way. Or we might even know, subconsciously we know, but we don't think it's possible or we don't know Mm -hmm. how to go about it. We don't know who's going to teach that to us. You know, there's no, there's no school for these things. We just kind of got to learn life skills around the, along the way. And Uh Theta Healing is a great way to kind of learn the life skills that we missed perhaps in our childhood. 
Exactly. And that's so powerful. And I love why you said, you know, the reason why you do what you do is so that you can help other people to be their best selves, you know, be the best version of themselves, have their best lives. Because after you experience it, you have no other way to go. You want other people to experience it. You want to share it. When you're so filled with this peace and this love and this gratitude, all you really, it overflows. And all you really want to do is share it with other people because you're like, hey, oh my gosh, it's possible. And that's exactly what I did. It may have have been a bit annoying to my family and my friends, but I was like, guess what I did? You know, there's this thing called theta healing, you know? And I'm just like, you guys, you guys have to try it because it's, it's really amazing. And the thing is, and I got goosebumps when you were talking about your client last week, because that is my husband. And I think we talked about it um, as well. And I've also talked about it on my podcast and he knows it. He also grew up in that kind of environment. I did too, a little bit in my younger years, but so, but because I have, I've done the work, <laughs> a lot of it through therapy and also after Theta Healing, you know, and also why I started the podcast, you know, I really worked on being here in this space. And then I get into a relationship with someone who is very loving, you know, the sweetest man, very, very kind. But when he's angry, he defaults to an energy that he's familiar with. And huh, and for me, I was able to deal with it. Yes, because I also grew up with that. But at the same time, I worked so hard to get away from that. I worked so hard to not be that. And now I'm in this relationship. I'm like, why God, why? (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, but I'm grateful that I am in this space now that I'm also able to share the peace with him, kind of. I don't even know how to describe it. But like every time we fight and he gets to that, at least I know how to deal with me. So I don't, we don't butt heads. But also at the same time, he's slowly understanding you know that energy and the fact that this is not the way to live and there's a better easier more peaceful way of dealing with our emotions and dealing with our anger right absolutely Kara and I I want to say that that's exactly how I started I had a healing session about I think it was 19 uh 19 oh no 2006 I had my Mm -hmm. first healing session 2006 okay Mm -hmm. so over 12 years ago Wow, And I remember I came out of that session because I was lactose intolerant and I came out of that session and I went to my favorite ice cream parlor, which was Haagen-Dazs at the time, cookies and cream, my favorite ice cream. I remember (laughs) I just had a healing session. My therapist said, she was like, go and check, you know, go have some dairy and see if you react. And I had been suffering from lactose intolerant intolerance for over eight years at that point with Mm -hmm. pretty, you know, strong, I would say pretty strong reactions to eating or ingesting any kind of dairy. Okay. Which Mm -hmm. means like, I basically have to go to the bathroom and And, um, I got to run. (laughs) Yeah. So here I am being like, okay, I'm going to go get ice cream. Let's Uh see. Right. I mean, it can't be that easy, but okay, let's check. (laughs) So I went and got cookies and cream ice cream. I had the whole thing and I'm like waiting. All right. Am I going to feel uncomfortable? Is there going to be that pain? Do I have to go to the bathroom? What's going on? What's going on? And like, nothing happened. No reaction. And I'm like, okay, this is really weird. Mm -hmm. Can this really be true? Okay, let me go. And now every day of the week, I tested. I mean, I would try pizza. I was doing lattes. I was doing ice cream. I was, I mean, I was eating a lot of unhealthy stuff, all this dairy. (laughs) But I remember I was on a mission to confirm that this healing had worked. yeah, And it took me that seven days to be like, oh my God, this is real. 
I'm really actually no longer lactose intolerant. How oh, can wow. it be so easy? <laughs> and I remember that question, Kara. I remember saying to myself, how can it be so easy? Okay. Uh-huh. And if it's so easy, why doesn't everyone else know about it? Why is this like, <laughs> you know, it feels like a secret. Like nobody told me this. Here I am in my 20s. You know, nobody told me that this is possible. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it wasn't 12 years ago, was it? That's almost what, 18 years ago? Am I doing the math right? 16 years ago? So it's quite, uh-huh. a, quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, how is this? So, so imagine more than close to 20 years ago, I'm thinking, how come nobody knows about it? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is this of information not available to everybody? Uh-huh. And that's what started kind of my journey. I wanted to tell everybody, you know, this is possible. Look what happened to me. If it happened to me, you know, we could do this with anything and everything. Mm -hmm. And I literally told my family, my friends, like strangers, I would go to a party and somehow people would just start telling me about what was going on in their problem. I don't know if like (laughs) I attracted it. It was just the space I was in and people would just pour their heart out of me. Like everyone's Mm -hmm. drinking at the party and somebody is having this deep conversation with me about whatever trauma or pain. And I'm like, you know, you should try a Theta healing session. You know, you should try this. Mm -hmm. And literally in a couple of days, they call me and they're like, I tried it and it worked. And so that's how it was happening in my life. It's just everybody around me was reporting back to me that what you recommended, what you suggested, it's working, which made me want to learn it for myself. And, And that's how I went on to become a Theta healer, I became a past life regressionist. I'm now also a life and business coach. So I've essentially, you know, worked over the last almost two decades to give myself all the tools, not only Mm -hmm. to help myself, but to help other people. Because as you say, it's like, if I got all of this in my life, I have to give something back. You know, like you've got all these people that we read about, that we know about Steve Jobs or Bill Gates. Mm. And a lot of people go on to become philanthropists. You know, Mm. they get really rich from whatever they're doing. Okay. And Mm. they decide that they want to give back. And so they create these foundations to help people because for Mm -hmm. them, it's like, I got so much. Now it's my turn to give back. Well, it's the same thing for every healer. Okay. When you heal yourself and you realize how powerful it is because I had a lot of stuff clear in my own life okay Mm -hmm. and when I realized how powerful it was I was it was just kind of like I have to do this for other people and I was in corporate you know I was in corporate America I worked in corporate in Dubai you know I was on fast track to become like this really successful person in the industry I was in which was fashion and um, Mm -hmm. retail buying and so on and I could have taken that path But something in my heart was like, no, this is more important. This is more meaningful. And if this could work for me, what about all those other people who don't even know about it? And so really my mission became share, you know, share with people that this is possible. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing um, today. You said something else that was really important, Kara, that I wanted to touch upon, the ripple effect. So Mm -hmm. you talked about how, you know, you're in this relationship with your husband And now you can share with him. I mean, it's no coincidence that you married someone (laughs) who you can now understand why he's the way he is when he, when he gets angry, Yeah, you know, why Mm -hmm. he reverts to that person. You can understand like somebody else wouldn't be able to. Exactly. Because you have your background and you also have this understanding. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when we heal, 
Okay. And I'm really telling you this for you as well, Kara. When we mm-hmm. heal, there's a ripple effect. Okay. And so even if the people around you may not feel the same way about healing or going into do theta healing or anything else, mm-hmm. somehow as we change, the people around us start to shift. Okay. And they mm-hmm. shift with us. And so the same person who might have been showing up as this angry person when they're, when they're upset, okay, s- slowly shifts into something else because you've healed yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that you are able to show up for them. Okay. But they are going to be able to show up for you because you've done the healing for yourself. Okay. And it happens. And I, I have this also experience with many of my clients where they come in and suddenly their partner wants to come in or their mother or their relative or their mm-hmm. friends. Like it's very, very common for me to see somebody mm-hmm. and that see everybody they're connected to, which is kind of why I'm always booked because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I don't even have to advertise. I don't even have to do anything. It's like just constantly people coming because there is no greater proof than someone who has healed themselves. You know, if they feel better and happier and other people can see that, there's no greater proof than that, you know? And so I really work with people and their families and their circles. And, you know, it's very, very normal for that to happen, which is you do the healing and everybody else around you starts to also either require, like they want to heal or they change with you, which is why it's really funny. I think 70% of my clients are female. They're women and oh. they come in and they have relationship issues, but it just takes that one person, just the woman coming in, even though the problem is obviously two people, right? You can't clap with one mm-hmm. hand. It's not a yeah. one-sided problem in any relationship, but just the woman coming in and getting the healing actually changes the behavior of her partner all the time. And I have clients who come in and they're like, Sanaya, why do I have to do all the work? Why do I have to be the one, you know, who's doing the work and then the other person doesn't? And I always tell them, you know, it takes one person, first of all, to create a shift. Mm -hmm. Okay. You just have to introduce one variable. Number two, nothing is happening to you. It's happening for you. I think I've said that with to you, Kara, mm-hmm. in our in our mm-hmm. previous episode. But I'm going to kind of reinforce that. Nothing is happening yeah. to you. Nobody's doing anything to you. This situation is happening for you, mm-hmm. which means you have responsibility, even though you feel like somebody else is hurting you or somebody else is being unfair or the injustice is happening to you. Yeah. It's still your issue. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I often say the person who's more bothered about whatever is going on between them and another person, that's the person that needs the healing. Hmm. And so usually it's the woman who takes the initiative, (laughs) which is great because, you know, women for centuries have really been the ones to keep families together, right? They've really been the one that bring love into the family, into relationships. And Hmm. often that's the case, you know, that's, that's kind of what we carry. That's what we do. We're the ones who perhaps need to take that first step of healing and understand and know and believe that it's going to change everything in the family. And it does. 
That's so powerful. It's funny because I just had this conversation with my mom yesterday. I forget what it is that we were talking about, but I just said, you know what? I'm not even a mom yet. I'm excited to be one. But wow, after all the, you know, the therapy I've been through, even theta healing, I just realized the pressure a woman carries, <laughs> a mother carries because everything, the the love, the nurturing, everything else comes from oh, the mom, the woman. And we have so much influence when it comes to the growth and yeah, just the growth and the 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 maturity of, of a child, the their emotional maturity and everything else, a woman, a mother at that affects. See with with power and influence. Okay, so with great power and influence comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that women whether they acknowledge it or recognize it or not, have a lot of power and a yeah. lot of influence yeah. in the lives of the people that they support or they love. Okay. I do not for a second, okay, underestimate the power and influence that I have over my children. I mean, my children are going to be the people that they're going to be because of how I mothered them. My husband, mm-hmm. okay, yes. that's another one. My husband is going to show up as the person he is in our relationship and to the world because of the power and influence I have over him. And I don't take that lightly. Okay, It's not like, oh, Mm -hmm. wow, I have so much power in the relationship. It's not like that. It's the recognition that everything I say, everything I do has impact. It has impact on the people in my life. Okay. And so it's so mm-hmm. important, not only for myself, but for these people that I love, for me to show up as my best self. Because me at anything less than my best self is going to give less to my children, to my husband, mm-hmm. and even to all the other people that I support, whether it's at my house, at my home, or at my workplace. Okay, so that's another ripple effect. You know, who we mm-hmm. are influences our relationships. With everybody. Today, if I'm the type of person who's, you know, combative, aggressive, you know, confrontational, and I have a fight with my husband, right? And then he leaves the yeah. house and he goes to work and he's in a bad mood. And now he's going to carry that negative energy and he's going to get irritable and cranky with all his employees. And he might yeah. end up, you know, being harder on one of his employees because he's just so frustrated from the fight that he had this morning. And then he's going to take it out on his employee. And now that employee mm-hmm. is going to go home having a bad day and he's going to interact with his wife and children and he's going to feel like so crap about his day and his boss taking it out on him that he's going to kind of be rude to his wife or just angry or not have the patience with his children who yeah. are dying to see their father after you know missing him all day. And now that child is going to go to bed at night and be like, oh my God. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My father doesn't love me. He's always mm. angry. And now that child is going to grow up to be the person who's going to be like, my father was just always angry. You know, he was never in a good mood. I never got that love. And now he feels lack of self-confidence, lack of self-esteem, you know, and then he ends up repeating that. So you see how everything we say and do has impact oh, yes. in our life and on all the lives we touch. So it's kind of a matter of, you know, taking responsibility and accountability for yourself. It's not just, oh, I want to live my best life, but I want to live my best life and be my best version because that's my responsibility. Okay, that is my responsibility and to this world. And I affect everybody else around me. I affect everybody. Everybody. Okay? Yeah. No, it's 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 really so powerful to come back to that because in the same way like you said, you know, you fighting with your husband, him bringing it there. It reminded me of this really good book I just read recently, Anxious People by Frederick uh, Backman, I think. Anyway, the story is exactly like that. Like, you know, everybody else is all the characters, no matter how far they are from each other, all affect each other because of everything that happens to every single person. And that's so true. We're all connected. And in the same way that something something bad affects everybody else around us, something good also affects everybody else around us. And that's why it's important to take that responsibility. And that's the thing. That's why a lot of people may not be aware that this is possible, but I really honestly feel like there are some people who are, but who do not even want to take that step because it is a huge responsibility. But there's already like a, like it's what, what I have to do it. It's not everybody else's fault because it's easier to blame everybody else around you. It's easier to be the victim. It's heavier but it's easier to go to yeah. that default because then you don't need to do the work. You'll just yeah. cut everybody out, fight when you're angry, you know, give in to whatever feeling you have in the moment and then blame it on whoever else, you know, everybody else around you. So that's so important and powerful what you said and how you explained it that way, that one little thing you do or don't do in this moment will affect everybody else and just yeah. come from that. Right. Kara, you made an equally good point that it works the opposite way too. That when Mm -hmm. you are in a good place, you know, when you are happy, happy, like happiness is contagious, right? If you are a happy mom, wife, girlfriend, you know, business partner, right? And you're always just in a good mood. Of course, that's going to affect the people around you. So I could do the same thing the other way around and how Mm -hmm. that your happiness, your joy is infectious. You know, and it probably spread faster than any COVID virus in the world, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, just you being happy and joyful and being in a good mood, right? It affects everybody. Like my husband always says, you know, you're my strength. You're kind of my backbone. You're like, when things between us are like in the flow, he's in the flow. You know, he feels like he goes to work feeling like he's on top of the world. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And so yeah. we affect people that way too. Yeah. And so it's so important also to recognize that, that we have the ability of changing people's energy. And you know, the more aware you are, and this is something that I can say of every theta healer I know. Mm-hmm. When you become a theta healer, so anyone can become a theta healer. It's just you take the classes. So there's a basic DNA, advanced DNA, and then there's a dig deeper class. It's actually three days, three days, two days. So imagine in eight days, you can learn how to do theta healing. And of course, there are higher level classes. And a lot of people, once they start, they kind of want to know more because mm-hmm. it really helps you manifest and you become really great at removing all your blocks and limitations and just creating whatever you want in your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when you become a theta healer, your energy shifts and a theta healer who walks into the room changes the energy of the room. Okay? Wow. Because their energy just goes out. Like if yeah. you read books about the Buddha, right, mm-hmm. they would say his energy would go out for miles. Okay. He would just, you know, go into space and then his energy would just go out for miles. And we say that about any kind of enlightened being. You know, when you're in the company of someone who just is so enlightened or who's so um, loving or kind or generous or compassionate, we feel it. Mm-hmm. You feel good around those people. And you also yeah. know when you're around people who are like energy drains, right? Who are always whining and complaining and you walk away from that conversation just feeling so like blah or like so down or heavy. And right? tired. And tired and exhausted. I mean, yeah. everybody has a friend that they're just exhausted around or, <laughs> you know, a person they're exhausted around because that's their energy. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice now that, you know, if you're listening in, you'll notice this now if you start paying attention that some people just make you feel good and some people just make you feel a little heavier. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot to do with where that person is in their life and what they're going through. Okay. And so yeah. if you're someone who's worked on yourself, you will have that lighter energy. People will just love being around you. That's why I would go, actually, I answered my question, my own question. Mm-hmm. That's why, and to this date, I will go to any social event and I draw people to me like bees to honey. (laughs) And they Uh will tell me their kind of deepest, darkest fears and traumas. It just comes out in the most inappropriate situations (laughs) from anyone else's eyes. And this happened to me like Friday night, I went to a friend's birthday And I was sitting on the couch with one person having deep conversation. Okay. And I could feel it's just, you know, everybody kind of just feels that level of comfort to talk to me about what's going on in their life without Mm -hmm. me even asking Mm -hmm. because that's my energy. And they know that they can trust me because that's also my energy, right? I'm walking Mm -hmm. around with that theta healing energy. And so people feel it. Okay. And wouldn't you want to be that kind of person? Because that's a real recipe for success. Wouldn't you want to be that kind of person, whether it's in your relationship, if you're single, at the workplace, wherever you go, that you just draw people to you? Okay. You know, it's funny. After my first Theta Healing session, (laughs) it's so funny because you told that story and I could super relate to that. I'm not a Theta Healer. You know, but, and I haven't even talked to anybody else about it, but just like suddenly my brother, a couple of friends, like, you know, messaged me and called me and like, you know, oh, how are you? And then, oh, this is what happened. And they start opening up to me and I'm like, oh, in a week, Sanaya, I'm not kidding. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why? Yeah. And I, 
I did not give them advice. That's the thing. Like normally because I'm a fixer. I've always been, I, I guess I've always attracted that energy as well. Maybe also because I would always fix. But then this time around when they came to me, I was like very respectful of their energy and being like, okay, I hear you. Thank you for opening up to me. Now, are you just opening up because you want to vent or would you like me to tell you what's on my mind? Do you need advice? Do you need, you know, because that's a kinder way to put it as well. And that's where this energy puts you. You're not a fixer. You're a listener. And then yeah. your energy just, you know, overflows. And so what you did, Kara, is you asked permission. You asked permission. Exactly. Okay, I want to jump to that. To yeah, <laughs> that's not even my next question. But because you mentioned it already, that's again, yeah. something that's so, uh, so powerful. Because okay, I will jump to that. What should one expect uh, before coming in to their first Theta healing session? What essentially happens in a, uh, in a session? How long does it usually take? What should they expect to feel after a session? And you mentioned permission. Because this is something that happens in the session as well. Something that was unfamiliar to me. And now it's like, ah, thinking about why it's so unfamiliar to me, you know? Why is permission asked in the session? Why is saying yes out loud significant and even vital to the whole process? Yeah, good question. So here's what happens. There are two ways people come in for a session. Either they specifically have something going on in their life a disease, something going wrong in their body. And it could be as simple as I have a thyroid problem or I get allergies, I have asthma. Okay, it could be something that they're, they've been living with for a long while or it could be something that is very situation specific that right now they are having this challenge. Okay, it could be, you know, anything, any anything going on in your life that you're not happy about. And so people can come specifically with a goal. I'm coming in because I've got this problem in my life and I obviously want a solution or I want to resolve it. The other type of person that comes in for a session is, you know, I just want to learn more about myself. I just kind of want to see what's going on. I want to, you know, move forward in my life. I want to take the next step. Maybe I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I need just some support. So it's kind of a bit more on a, a coaching sort of uh, angle. And so I do, I do both. I blend a lot of theta healing with coaching. Uh, mm -hmm. I also do just coaching. So these are the two kinds of ways that people come in for a session. Now in a theta healing session, usually, um, and I, I do all my sessions on Zoom currently, uh, we are looking to go back to more of a hybrid model where we might start doing some in-person, but not yet. Honestly, a lot of my clients are overseas. So the whole Zoom situation is working really well. So a client will come in into the session and, you know, I just kind of introduce myself if they have any questions. Usually they got referred by someone or they heard me on the podcast or, you know, whatever way they came. And we talk a little bit, a little bit about Theta Healing. And then I ask them what they would like to work on today, you know, and it could be just tell me what's going on in your life. Okay. Then I will do a scan. Now, what is a scan? A scan is me intuitively. So I'll close my eyes and I'll be like, Kara, can I do a scan? Okay. Mm -hmm. And I will scan you and I will see what's going on. So mm -hmm. I get two sources of information. I get what you tell me is going on in your life, which is from your perspective. Mm -hmm. And I also get a more objective 
point of view on where this is coming from. Okay. And I work with the energy of creation. You could call it source. You could call it God. I call that energy creator. So I get guidance on what do I need to kind of, which which direction am I going to go? Where is this coming from? I kind of see actually what happened in most cases. And so then I start to ask you questions like, okay, Kara, tell me about your childhood. Tell me what happened. And we talk, you know, and as we talk, we're kind of both going on this journey of discovery. If you Mm -hmm. remember, Kara, like we're trying to understand, okay, what happened? What was it like for you? And so I'm already guiding you because I know where we're going to go, but I'm Mm -hmm. also unraveling the whole story with you. And we are getting a better understanding of what are the events and situations that led to your current situation today. Usually there's an aha moment. There's a point at which everything kind of clicks into place or it all makes sense. You know, this is why I feel this way today, or this is why my body created this disease, or this is why I attracted this person into my life or this situation. So it's like everything just kind of falls into place and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, that realization, that moment of clarity Mm -hmm. often comes in a session. And sometimes it's a a lot of layers and sometimes it's pretty clear cut. It depends. Mm -hmm. You know, every situation is very, very different. Um, And we go with how that session unravels. All of this happens in an hour. Okay. When we get to that point of clarity and understanding, my client is ready for the healing. Now, there are many different ways we will do a healing and they're Mm -hmm. all part of Theta Healing. You know, I've been doing Theta Healing for a very long time at this point. I started in 2000. And eight, um, I took my first Theta Healing class and I'm still taking classes up until today. Every time there's a new class, I take more. So I'm constantly learning and evolving and there's so many different ways that we can heal the situation. And so that's the next step is the healing. At the end of the session, I talk to my client, okay, how do you feel? Almost in every case, my client will say, I feel relaxed. I feel better. I understand now. And you can see their face has changed. You know, they walk in kind of stressed and like, you know, agitated, nervous, like uncomfortable. By the end of the session, it's like, like you said, their heart is open. They are open, (laughs) right? It's like their facial muscles have relaxed. Like everything is just, you feel the energy. So I know intuitively Mm -hmm. that they're in a good place. Now, in some cases, Mm -hmm. my client would be like, oh, you know, I I feel really good, but there's this one thing. Okay, what's going on? And then we might have to kind Mm -hmm. of tweak a little bit and see. So it's a very interactive interactive conversation with my client. But at the end of the session, we do not leave until it's closed, until everything is resolved. You know, all the bows are tied. Everything is clicked into its right place. Like everything is clean. Their mental space is clean. We've cleaned up whatever mess that got created in the process of unpacking whatever challenge we were working on. And, and Mm -hmm. then we discuss, you know, my client will be like, Oh, I now understand I have this clarity. So there's a little bit of like, you know, discussion. We talk about, you know, what are the next steps if at all, if we need any, but most of the time after the end of the session, it's like, okay, we're done. We're done with whatever we're working on because that's how fast it is. At the end of the day, I will put it simply, Theta Healing is fast and it's effective. It just is, you know? One session does wonders. Having Mm -hmm. said that, there are people who are resistant. You know, they're afraid. And they might need just a little bit more time. And that's okay. 
I work with every client based on their pace. Now, in your case, Kara, like you've done therapy for a while. So for you, it was like, I just had to put all the pieces in place Mm -hmm. and everything just kind of worked like magic. And I've had clients like that. So one of my um, most well-known episodes on Project Loving Myself is the one I did with Elena Darna. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she had gone through a lot of relationship issues and then mental health. And then she had gone in for some, she went to Bali and, and did this kind of healing journey. And when she came to me, it was like she was in a really good space where there had been healing and she was ready for the next step. So that's like the, the client that comes in that is kind of ready for what's next for me. You know, I've kind of done a lot of work. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. what do I need to clear? And what's the next step? And all I did was I, I helped her manifest yeah. a soulmate and she met Derek Ramsey in two months and she was married like five months later, five, six months later. And so it can be that quick. What? Or, yeah. You didn't know about that story? Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Oh my God. I've had them. And then I had them both back on an episode, Derek and Ellen. And he was like, I don't know what happened to me because he was not the type. He was a commitment phobe, right? And he's dated Uh lots of different women. And he's like, when I met Ellen, I don't know what happened. I became a one, one woman man. Like I fell in love for the first time in my life. And so that's why I said, when you do healing, even your soulmate who's somewhere out there and you haven't even met the person (laughs) or you're not even connected to the person, they are going to shift to be ready for you. Okay. But you need to do the work. So I never worked with with Derek. I didn't do any work Mm -hmm. on Derek. I only worked with Ellen. Okay. And there we go. And they got married and they have such a... I would say such an, such an amazing relationship, you know, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's really great. And, and they're both, you know, it's not like they don't work on stuff. You know, she's less of a communicator. He is more of a communicator. And so we're constantly working on stuff, but at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. it's where we are in our life. Are we ready or do we need a little bit more time and whatever time you need, it's okay. Okay. So some people mm-hmm. will work yeah. with me a little bit more often and some people in one session like you, it's done. Okay. But whatever we work with in that session gets cleared up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, right. permission, you asked me about permission. Yes. Cara. It is so important for permission to take place. I love that you ask permission of everyone who is kind of talking to you and venting to you. You're like, do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell you what's on my mind? That's asking permission because a mm-hmm. lot of people are ready to vent, but they're not ready to listen. Okay. Yeah. And asking them permission gives them the power of choice. Do you want this healing or not? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. if you choose to have this healing, you will receive it. If I do a healing on you and you didn't give me permission, nothing will happen exactly. because free will choice is the most important thing. It is our choice to be miserable and unhappy and sick and struggling, but it is also our choice to choose not to be and to be happy and to live our best life and be our best version and, you know, have the healing. So Mm -hmm. permission is kind of the gateway between you and me. And I cannot do anything to you without your permission. It's like you are opening the door to let me in. And so in a Theta Healing session, for every single thing that I do, I would say, Kara, do I have the permission to do this? That way you know exactly what we're doing. We're, yeah. we're kind of, we're having your conscious and your subconscious mind bought into the process. They are now invested because mm-hmm. the permission was given. 
Okay. And that mm-hmm. way we cannot do anything against anyone's will. Okay. And that's the responsibility. So I do have the power, you could say, to help somebody change and shift, but not without their permission. And that makes sure that what we do in Theta Healing will never get abused. Yeah. Okay. It cannot be used for anything like wrong or anything untoward, anything negative. It can't. It, you have to be, maintain a very high vibration and brainwave to be able to do Theta Healing on other people. And that's why we actually have a class that teaches people how to do Theta Healing. Because it is something very sacred, very powerful. Imagine, right? Mm-hmm. You had something, you had a wound an emotional wound that did not close for years and years and years. And in one session, we closed that wound. We lasered it out. That's a big responsibility, right? Uh, That's a lot to be able to do for Mm -hmm. somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of respect in Theta Healing and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of respect for the other person's free will choice to have that healing. And nothing can happen without permission. Okay. That's so powerful. And exactly that. And I got that from the session I had with you because I understood the power of it, you know, because it was done to me. You know, you asked my permission over and over. Are you, you know, do you take this? Is it okay for you for, you know, if I do this, if you allow me to help you let it go? And I'm just like, wow, that's even more powerful, especially when I say the word yes. When I give you permission, when I say it out loud, because it reminds me over and over that, hey, wait a minute, I have the power. I have the power I'm, to let this go. I'm choosing. I'm in charge. I'm, I'm, I'm choosing it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, for me, I think is the biggest difference between theta healing and, you know, my traditional, the traditional therapy that I've, you know, been going through. Not to discredit that, of course, that also helped me a lot. But it's different because there, you know, I unpacked a lot of things. I was able to figure out, oh, this is where this came from. This is why I'm this way, you know, but it ends there for me, at least, you know, there is no, and this is why it's theta healing. There's healing after I unpack. Whereas my experiences with therapy before was just more unpacking, understanding, but there wasn't, at least for me, any healing uh, actual, you know, healing um, involved in the sessions for me, at least. I wanted to share also, Kara, that I too am a big supporter of all forms of therapy, all forms of healing. So mm-hmm. whatever anyone is doing, whether it's, you know, traditional therapy or a different kind of technique, mm-hmm. everything works. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's, again, boils down to choice. Okay. We might choose for a while that we need to go a little slower or we need to spend some time maybe processing. Okay. Or we may or may not be ready for the change. That's all on us. But I think the right information comes to us at the right time. So for example, whoever's tuning in right now is ready to hear that there is this option of theta healing. Yeah. Right. You didn't hear about Theta Healing when you were doing traditional therapy. It did not come into your space. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was maybe like you weren't ready for it at that time, you know? And so it, the information came to you 
I mean, I think we just got randomly connected because of Podcast Network Asia. And yeah, we found exactly. ourselves on the same, I think, Kumu live stream, was it? We were there. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And that's how I spoke to you for the first time because mm-hmm. we were on the same kind of panel or we were on the same um, live stream. And that was it. You know, that was our fleeting meeting. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think I talked about Theta Healing. I was just talking about women's empowerment, something like that. Yeah. And then we connected somewhere else. And I remember you saying, oh, I would love to talk to you more. And I remember thinking, oh, I would love to talk to her more. But there was a lag. You know, we uh-huh. didn't talk to each other right away. And then yeah. suddenly you came to mind again and we connected. I invited you on my uh, podcast. And then that's how you heard more about Theta Healing to the point that we talked about it on our, you know, it was a process. It was a journey. It was, yeah. And even from the moment we met until I actually, I don't even know how, but I started doing healing on you <laughs> on an episode, I guessed it. Yeah. It was not, it wasn't intended. You remember? Like <laughs> yes. we were talking about relationships and then you, I triggered something and you, I remember you teared up a little bit. Yeah, and then from I got there, a free session. <laughs> yeah. That, it, that's how it happened. Like you were meant to. And then you yeah. came in for a session you know, and I remember you saying to me, you know, Sanaya, I tried to get an appointment, but you weren't available. And if you hadn't messaged me, I would not have opened up something for you. I remember I said, Kara, let me find something for you a little earlier. I yeah. found you a slot. And so some, a lot of times people just message me and they're like, Sanaya, I really want to see you. I have this going on. And especially if they're an existing client or there's mm-hmm. someone I've already started. Like if I've already started a healing with you, it's now my responsibility to give you a session. That's how, that's how it works for me. Mm-hmm. You know? So if it's, I already opened up something with you. <laughs> so I was like, of course I'm going to take her. And I remember saying, okay, you know, a couple of days later, we're going to work. And it was just the right time because everything yeah. just flowed. So yeah. they say when the student is ready, the master appears. I think that's the saying. So it's the same thing when you're ready for change, when you're ready to let go, when you're ready to move on, right? You're going to get that feeling. I need to book a session or I want to know more, you know? And sometimes you just have to take, you act on that thought that I'm ready to, you know, I want to know more. There's a thought in your head, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, wait, this sounds interesting. Maybe this could work for me. Or should I explore this? Should I try this out? That thought, it's our choice to act upon it. And you did, you acted upon it, which is why you can be here saying, you know, those feelings are gone. You know, that's over. That part of my life, which I was caring for so long, it's done. Okay. And so every type of Mm -hmm. healing and therapy, every doctor, everybody has its role in your healing journey. Okay. Yeah. That's what I exactly. And that's exactly why I'm here right now. If I were to be 150% honest with you and our listeners, Sanaya, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to guest you and I wanted to talk about uh, Theta Healing with you here, apart from, of course, sharing this with everybody else and all the people who will be benefiting from this, which is everyone, in my opinion, <laughs> <laughs> is because I want to study it. After the two sessions that I had um, you know, with you under Third Eye Wellness, I was like, this is something I really want to know more about. Not just for me, but I, yeah, so I can also have the, I guess, the venue um, and the, you know, the, the, the right tools to spread this as well. 
We'll get to that later on because I do want to ask you if people want to try it out, if people want to study it, how do they get in touch with you? But before that, just last couple of questions for me, Sanaya. You were talking about, um, you know, essentially everything that you just said is building your own reality, right? Because you do have um, uh, power over your own reality. Now, can we really do that? Build our own reality? And just how powerful is this statement? And how can we really heal and let go in an instant with Theta Healing? Okay. Um, you know, such a fitting question because today in my meditation and journaling, I wrote something down that I got, um, an insight. Um, we are who and what we choose to be. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. We are who we choose to be. We are who we want to be. Mm-hmm. Every moment of our life, we're making a choice. For example, if somebody is rude to me, I have a choice. Am I going to get angry? Am I going to be understanding about what they're going through? Right? I am choosing my reaction to every single event mm-hmm. happening. Okay? Um, my... I don't know, my plan gets canceled tonight. Am I going to be happy about it? Am I going to be sad about it? Okay. We have a choice in everything that happens in our life, which means we get to choose how we show up for our own selves in our life and for the people we love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so this is all about choice. Your reality is of your own choosing, of your own making. Okay. I am the person that I choose to be. And I'm also the person that I think I am. So if somebody asks me, you know, how successful do you think you can be? Like in your life, how much money do you think you can make? Now in my head, I'm going to be like, maybe I could make, I don't know, a million dollars a year. Like that would be something that I could one day achieve. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I think I have the capacity to be who I have the capacity to be, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I don't think I could be worth $10 million or $100 million or like a billion, right? My limit is $1 million. So that means my reality is, that is my, my ceiling. That's as far as I go. Mm-hmm. At least until my own thoughts about myself will change, okay? We mm-hmm. can only be what we perceive as possible in our reality, Okay? Mm-hmm. And so these are the belief systems we hold about our life. Okay. Yeah. There was a time, Kara, I never thought I could stand up on a stage and talk to a thousand people. Like the thought would make my stomach churn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't uh-huh. even like, what? No. Okay. Uh-huh. Today, I know I can, I can stand up on st- stage and talk to a million people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you see how my brain has evolved. Yes. Okay. So I, w- I could only have as many clients or make as much money as my brain thinks is possible. So yeah. half of creating our reality is what we think is possible. The mm-hmm. limits that mm-hmm. we have in our own mind. Mm-hmm. The other half of creating our reality is putting those thoughts out there. And so people do many different ways of that. They do a vision board. You know, they, they journal, they create goals, they create a vision, they create a plan for their life. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. There's so many different tools. So I'll repeat to recap that creating a reality is what you think is possible and what you do to make it possible. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Your brain needs a roadmap. So for example, if I want to go to my friend's house, right. And I have a Mm -hmm. car, the only way I can get there is if I know the route Yeah. or if I use ways, but even if I'm using (laughs) ways, right. I have a plan. It's still a tool. uh, It's still a tool, right. Yeah. I need to actually know I'm going to take a ride and then a left and then I'm going to go here and this is where the house is. It's not enough to know the address. Mm -hmm. I actually need to know the way to get to that address. Okay. And that's how I'm going to get to my destination. It's the same way in our life. If you have no roadmap and no destination, you're not going anywhere. The destination is knowing what you want to create. And you will only know what you want to create based on what you think is possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then your, the directions to get there is the plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's kind of everything you do, all the opportunities you take, all the, you know, the idea of where you're going to get to that destination. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's all the work you're going to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Of course, definitely. And there are so many, so many limiting beliefs, right? As you, as you, especially as you grow older, because you have so many fears. Maybe it was something that was said to you. Maybe you failed at it at one point and you thought you could never do it again. Or there's just some things you're not willing to sacrifice for this thing, though. All those things are valid. But again, limiting, they're called limiting beliefs. And, you know, you have the power to shed off those limiting beliefs, which leads me to this question. Actually, my last, I have one more later, but uh, you know, last and, and, and for me at least is, is one of the most important questions. How does theta healing help in letting you live abundantly and limitlessly? Yeah. Amazing question, Kara, because that is really, I would say, the most important part of theta healing is the fact that the process of theta healing leads the client to become aware of their limiting beliefs. That's really what we're doing. Okay. So I didn't talk about that earlier. So I'm glad you brought this up. Mm-hmm. But in the course of conversation, everything my, my client says is their belief. Okay. So for example, I can never trust any man. That's a belief that they have formed because maybe their father left home and they were raised by their single mom. Mm-hmm. And their father never supported them. Their father never, you know, came back to see them. So this little child grows up with the belief, I can't trust any man because if I can't trust my father, who he's my father, right? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. should love me because he's my father. He's yeah. part of what created me. And if my father will leave me and never come back again, then how can I trust any other man, any other stranger? And so this person grows up to have one relationship after another that fails because in their head is the belief that got created because of our life situation that no man can be trusted. Okay? They're going to leave so me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to leave me anyway because if my father can leave me, every other man is going to do that. And of course, logically, that may not be true. If we examine that, right, we'll say, but that doesn't have to be true, right? My logical brain is like, that doesn't have to be true. But my subconscious mind which is where that belief is stored because it's from my childhood. That is so much more powerful. And that's acting on my life and making sure I will never fall in love with any man because I'm afraid he's going to leave me like my father did. Right? So through the course of the Theta Healing session where we're discussing and talking and trying to understand what happened, my client recognizes that 
this is a belief that they hold. So not only do they speak the belief, but we use a tool um, from kinesiology. It's called muscle testing to confirm that this is in fact the belief that my client holds. Okay. And that essentially gives my client the conviction, the recognition that this belief is something they're really holding on to. And in Theta Healing, what I do in the session is after making them aware, we pull it. So we take out the energy of that belief, which is connected Mm -hmm. to a trauma, and we replace it with the positive belief that I know who to trust and who not to trust because I have discernment. So now I'm empowering my client with discernment, which is good judgment. I'm not saying you can trust every man because that's definitely not Mm -hmm. true. Some men are just not trustworthy. Some people are just not trustworthy. But I can trust myself to have that good judgment on who is worthy of my trust. And now my client breeds so much more freely because now they recognize, oh, but it doesn't mean that every man's not going to that every man is not trustworthy. It's just that I need to find the person who I can trust, who will earn my trust. And now they're more willing to trust. And so the same person will go into a relationship after like, I don't know, 12 like failed relationships where every man either cheated or betrayed or left them, right? Because that's what what happens. We reenact whatever happened in our childhood and we repeat Mm -hmm. it in our life stories. So after the session, the client will go on, have a relationship, have a man who is just amazing and trustworthy and end up with that person. That's what happens with my clients. So we have the ability in Theta Healing to change beliefs, but only if we become aware what that negative mm-hmm. belief is. You can't change what you don't know. And so Theta Healing is a process of bringing to light through conversation, through the, the healer's um, ability to draw out in conversation, these negative beliefs. And that's where our expertise as a Theta Healer lies, is in the ability to make you aware mm-hmm. of everything that is creating your negative reality. Okay, all the beliefs that you are holding. And with your permission, we can change it. Now that we've become aware, we're going to change it. Okay, and so in that sense, we, um, we help you recreate your reality because your reality is a product of what you believe to be true right? Which is what I said a little Mm -hmm. earlier. So if I believe that there is a man out there that I can trust who is trustworthy, who will love me like I'm the most precious thing on this planet, believe me, you're going to find that person and you're going to live happily ever after. Okay? Yeah. It is possible. It's so true. And it's so powerful. My goodness, Anaya. Thank you so, so much. I am living proof <laughs> as, as well as all your other clients that this really does work. And, and, you know, if for all of our listeners who got to this point, there's a reason why, number one, you chose to listen to this episode, seeing the title and seeing that Sanaya is here and also that you've reached this point. You know, maybe you're ready. Maybe you're thinking about it. Maybe you've tried it before, you know, or maybe you've heard it from somebody else before and you're thinking about doing it. This might be a sign, you know, like in the same thing that happened for me with Sanaya, you know, it, it took a while, a series of events that just had to happen at the, at the right time um, for me to get here as well and to have this relationship that I have with her now, which I am very, very grateful for. Thank you so much, Sanaya, for my gosh, for your beautiful energy, for sharing your knowledge with us, for what it is that you do. And I want to ask you this last question, which I ask every guest on the show. Um, 
as you know, how it is very powerful to always come back to an attitude of gratitude and this space of just building your own reality as well. If you have this tool to manifest and shout it out to the universe of the things that you are grateful for uh, amidst everything else that's happening to us right now. So please share with us uh, one thing, 10 things, whatever it is that you're grateful for right now in this moment. I'm grateful for a lot of things, Kara, but I think for this episode, the biggest thing I'm grateful for that comes to mind is Theta Healing itself. I would not have met my husband who is just, you know, the most loving person. Okay. And I would not have my three beautiful children. I would not have my business. I would not have the opportunity to live every day of my life doing what I love. Okay. Cause it's my business, but it's more like my passion. And every day I'm at work doing something that brings me so much joy and satisfaction, knowing that I'm making an impact on people's lives. So it, it's, it's something that has given me the ability to make my life worth living. It makes my life have meaning. And so I'm very grateful to Theta Healing for giving me that. I'm grateful for every healing through Theta Healing that I've had a chance to share with somebody else. I wouldn't have my podcast if it wasn't for Theta Healing. It was a complete manifestation through Theta Healing. I mean, literally everything, all the abundance, my beautiful home, my beautiful friends and family. I mean, I can be... I can make a list that is going to go on forever of all the things that I'm thankful for that came to me because of and through Theta Healing. So that is what I'm grateful for. And I'm very grateful for you for allowing me to share my story and a little bit about what I do with um, all your listeners. I mean, it is really a, an opportunity that I very much appreciate from you. Thank you very much, Sanaya. Thank you for being here. Thank you for always being so open to this. And thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. I, I'm so grateful that you've brought me to this space as well. And I, this is exactly why we want to share this with everybody else who is willing, with your permission, <laughs> who is willing to check it out and try it out for themselves, who's open to bettering their lives and allowing them to live abundantly and limitlessly. So please, Sanaya, invite them um, to listen to your podcast. How can they get in touch with you if they want to study Theta Healing, if they want to try a session? Absolutely. So um, my well-being center is called the Third Eye Wellness. We are a virtual well-being solutions um, organization. Our website is www.thirdeyeonline.com. I'm just going to spell it out. That's T-H-I-R-D-E-Y-E, like I, so third eye, online. Com. And if you go onto the website, you'll see a button for one-to-one -one free session. So I invite all of you to get your free, uh, I think it's a 20 or 30 minute session, um, depending on what you're working on. I have a team of Theta Healers and they'd be happy to give you a, a, a chance to experience Theta Healing. Um, there's absolutely no payment or you know nothing you have to do except show up. That's all you got to do is just click the button, schedule your session and show up. And even if it's something that, you know, you don't feel connected to, that's fine. At least you tried it. At least you experienced it. And if it does something for you, then you now have an opportunity. You have a possibility to do something with your life um, through this amazing technique of Theta Healing. So 
thirdeyeonline.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and in our link in bio, you can book a free session through there. And that's at the third eye wellness. Okay. And so again, that's for the healing center. Please follow my podcast and listen in. It's project loving myself on Instagram. It's at project loving myself podcast. So do follow, do listen in. We're on Spotify, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts and pretty much everywhere where you uh, get your daily dose of, of podcasting. And finally, you can follow me. That's at Sanaya Gurnamal. I'm sure Kara will be uh, kind enough to spell that out because it's a very tricky spelling, mm-hmm. uh, but it is S-A-N-A-I-Y-A-H G-U-R-N-A-M-A-L. So at Sanaya Gurnamal, and I do post a lot of my own stories, a lot of inspiration, tips and tools. So feel free to follow and um, to send me a message. You know, I'd be happy to just answer any questions you might have. If you um, want to share your story, you know, I'm happy to just be there for you and to hold space for you to, to do that. Thank you, Kara, again for this Thank you. Um, opportunity to chat with you and to share also your healing because that's something that's very private. And I'm so um, I'm so happy that you um, are, are sharing this with everybody who's listening in and to all the listeners of your podcast. I mean, you guys already know how amazing she is. I'm I'm grateful that uh, that we have all of you as well. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you to all our listeners. Guys, please do check out Project Loving Myself and check out Theta Healing. If, if you know, just there's a free session, okay? There's yeah. nothing to lose. <laughs> there's yeah. nothing to lose. Just go ahead and try it out for yourself. It's If it's not for you, like what Sanaya said, then it's fine. At least you've tried it. Maybe share it. You can share it with somebody else and it might work for them. So again, thank you so much, Sanaya Gurnamal. Everybody, I look forward to having more conversations with you, Sanaya. And I, ha- I will have a conversation with you off the record about <laughs> something else. But thank you again, Sanaya Gurnamal, everybody of Project Loving Myself and Third Eye Wellness. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so, so much for your time and energy. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, this is the part where you share the things, people, moments, whatever it is that you're grateful for today. I would love to hear from you. So please do get in touch with me on Instagram and Facebook at After 30 with Cara Erigel. I would love to see you tag me in your stories if you do post this. And please follow me on Spotify if you haven't yet. And also leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would really, really help the podcast. And of course, me a lot. And I truly, truly appreciate you. I am so grateful for you. Don't forget, be grateful. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.